Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Hello and welcome, Flyover family. It is so good to see you, and it's great to see you it's too. Great to see you. High five. Hey there. Love we, the NRA sweatshirt. Thank you. So cool. Makes me feel more awesome than I am. <laughs> powerful. Man. Powerful in my NRA shirt. Hey, you guys, um, this is going to be a quick kind of follow-up to our recording we did with Colonel Phil Waldron. Um, so many comments. Thank you guys so much for sharing. I think we're at 3,000 downloads and all the, the podcast man, platforms so on it, which for the first week and a half or so, that's I, I'm, I'm happy with that. Thousands it, and thousands of views and comments. Thank you so much for your comments and your likes. This YouTube channel's probably grown 25,000 you know, members here lately, so a lot of you, you know, are new to us. You, you, you don't know us, you know, personally, but you're, you're going to get a pretty good flavor of what we're about today. So yes. buckle up. I hope that you enjoy it. If not, watch the next one. Maybe you'll like that better. But but we had a lot of interaction, hundreds of comments on the on the uh, the podcast with with uh, Phil Waldron. And there's some some expectations, you know, that I want to address. Um, and this this quick episode is titled, What Time Is It? What Time Is It? What Time Is It? You got to know what time it is. You got to know what season it is. Yep. You got to know what's going on. And you have to be able to be a, be able to discern what season you're in, what time it is. You got to be able to walk outside. And if you can see clouds, you know that rain is coming. You got to be able to know what season it is. You don't want to be planting your seed in the middle of a blizzard. You don't want to be taking your combine out in the middle of when it's time to plant. There's a time to harvest. There's a time for everything under the sun. And I think there's and a song on that. There, if not, there should be. There's a great verse. <laughs> there is. And uh, uh, you got to know what time it is. And I think there's a lot of people a little confused on what time it is and exactly what is our role in this great story that's mm-hmm. being told, this great movie that we're all a part of that is not finished, it's not tied up. And we're going to start out right out of the gate just clarifying where are we in our level of hope and optimism, uh, frustration and despair? Where are we in that gauge of what's going on right now? So we want you all to know we 111% believe that God is going to come in, He's going to part the Red Sea, and that everything is going to be the way it's supposed to be. Millions of people have prayed. Millions of people have prayed. We have repented. We've been down on our knees for being complacent. We know that we had our head in the sand and we are waking up. And so we are ready for revival and we're ready for God to come in and put Trump back in office. We believe that 111% that that is going to happen. We We are not wavering from that. We believe it like I have a screensaver on my phone reminding me that that, that God's, God's about to roar. Yes. You know, that great things are coming. I wake up each and every morning expectant. I, I wake up each day um, thanking God and celebrating and 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 um, keeping my emotions in alignment with what I do want. I want to address a version of a question. There's a lot of versions of this that was on the, the Colonel Phil Waldron uh, interview is we knew that there was, uh, I got I to speak in code a little bit, but we knew that there was massive amounts of shenanigans and tomfoolery mm-hmm. uh, in the last competition that took place. Mm-hmm. Um, people feel like they knew that. He verified that, solidified that, yep. um, documented that, and we're going to continue drilling into that. We're going to have a guest, uh, uh, Edward Solomon is going to be a guest on here, one of the brightest mathematicians in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, start Googling him and researching him. We're going to have an amazing conversation there. We're going to continue digging into those things because, in my opinion, if great shift that takes place... I want every one of you and your brother-in-law and your mother-in-law and your neighbor and your coworker, I, I, I want them to not be caught off guard. Or if right. they are, I want great ideas and information to, to, to share with them. So when their world goes like this, 
they were like, oh, we have, we I, have I'm expecting people are going to be yes. running to the streets to celebrate because they're aware that there's wrongs that are going to be righted. And, okay? I, and I think that's our job right now. You know, a lot of us, we have, um, we we did wake up to what's going on and realizing how deep uh, the corruption is. You know, we've had some time, absorbed information as we went, maybe a few months, maybe a year, maybe even longer of absorbing that information and understanding it. Now, people that have only been watching certain media, you know, they didn't get that information. And so this is going to come as a shock. And when it does, it's going to be getting like a drink, uh, like you're getting to drink from a fire hydrant. It's so much information. It's going to be so overwhelming. So we need to be there with uh, in information and education to help them. But also, if we we can kind of baby step them into it, get them this kind of information like Colonel Phil Waldron's uh, information where he broke it down exactly what time this happened. I think that then when this all does come out, it won't be as shocking for the masses. And in every version of that, whatever podcast you know, you're know you listening to, if you're on the YouTube, beneath there, we went to great lengths, books he recommended, his, yep. his, his slide deck link mm -hmm. is in there for you to download to have for yourself you know all of this information we want you as educated as possible making the the, the best arguments mm -hmm. with the best ideas in whatever room you're in you know enter it and you can be the smartest person in the room on this topic yep. and so so dig into that uh, so you know what's what's really going on and no matter what happens whether it's tomorrow or a week from now or a month from now you know that this all turns around either way tomorrow or one month from now, there are certain things that we need to be doing so that this does not happen again. We are where we are today because we allowed it. We are not victims. We allowed this to happen. We buried our heads in the sand and we allowed it. So there's going to be certain steps, no matter what happens tomorrow, certain steps we need to take to get ourselves out of this mess. And I think that was what uh, Phil did such a great job of describing. And we're walking through this in just a few minutes with you guys today. But I want to tell you, if I wake up tomorrow and there's emergency broadcasting system alert on my phone mm -hmm. and, oh my gosh, you know, the... Wicked Witch is dead, and Glenda the Good Witch is is you know singing. Come out, come out wherever you are to all Munchkin <laughs> land, and 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 all your childhood pets are returned, and they're in your yard, and it and, and clouds have parted, and you know like a line from Napoleon Dynamite, it's like all your wildest dreams will come true. Like even if that <laughs> happens, there's certain action steps that I need to take. Yes, and a lot of them are action steps that we all should have been taking leading up to this. They're action steps maybe your parents should have been taking. They're action steps maybe your grandparents yep. should have been taking. And I want to kind of go back into the archives a little bit to, to John Adams. Yeah, just one thing before you touch on that. You know, we have been the silent majority, or as uh, Colonel Phil called us, the silenced majority. We yeah. have been. And um, and so we, you know, as conservatives, um, a lot of people are business people. A lot of people have kind of focused in those certain areas. And they've taken themselves out of what we call the seven mountains of influence. You know, that would be media, government, education, business, family, religion, and entertainment. If you look at those seven mountains, there are a, a lot of those mountains we got out of and let the liberal agenda really take over there. And so it's now our job now to come back and be like, okay, we're going to have to get back into media, government, education, um, entertainment, those industries, and make a difference because Jesus is our plumb line. You know, if you are a Christian, Jesus is the plumb line, and he has been missing from a lot of these uh, mountains of influence, and it's time for him to get back there because if you don't have a plumb line, you're in trouble. You are way off in the weeds, and that's what's happened today. And if you don't believe in Jesus, he would still make a really great plumb line. True. That is very true. <laughs> Go back and, and study it. Uh, knew what he was talking about. So... Um, 
Back to John Adams. John Adams. Okay, John Adams, during our, our war, went to France. He was speaking to the French. He's trying to solicit re, re, report, uh, support from them financially, military aid. You know, we were up against the British. We were up against, you know, hired uh, assassins. You know, uh, Hessian soldiers from Germany were here. And, and we were, you know, only about a third of Americans really even believed in our war. There's another third that could care less. There's another third that like, hey, we're 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 British subjects. We you know this is you know where where, where we, we belong. Yeah. So it, it wasn't a, a, a wildly popular you know even idea even to a lot of people who lived there um, at that time. So John Adams had this quote to the French, and I want to read it um, uh, because I think it applies right now, mm-hmm. big time. Because we're kind of the recipients of, of, the, of the of the fruit of his declaration in this quote. So um, he said. They would say, what difference does it make and, and what does it matter? And what, why, why should we even help you? Because you're probably not going to beat the British anyway. And then, you know, I mean, I wasn't there. I'm probably putting a little Are you paraphrasing? D- dramatic interpretation <laughs> to it. Although, you know, I, I did read the book, John Adams. I've seen the documentary with, with uh, Paul Giamatti, which is phenomenal. Yep. But, um, but he made this quote. He said, he said I, I must study politics and war so that my sons may have liberty to study mathematics and philosophy. Wow. My sons ought to study mathematics and philosophy, geography, natural history, naval architecture, navigation, commerce, and architecture in order to give their children the right to study painting, poetry, music, architecture, uh, tapestry, porcelain. Kind of, you know, kind wow. of paraphrase that and break it down. He said, he said, this war that we're fighting matters, this political mm-hmm. battle, this war that we're involved in. And, and, you know, our founding fathers were brilliant philosophers. Many of them were, were versed in multiple languages, Greek philosophy, the Socratic method. They knew how to argue and debate. You know, the, the, our founding documents are some of the greatest writings of all time. And in his argument, he's basically saying, I have to master war and politics so that my children can master and be free to not have to be at war so they can then master science, that they can master master mathematics and architecture. And if they do their job well, their children will be able to master art and poetry and the things that they held as, as, as like a, a higher level higher level thinking than the, the, the bumbling around, grunting around in the wars that had plagued our planet, you know, uh, throughout history. And, I, and I, I, we titled this talk today, What Time Is It? What, what time is it in that sequence? Adam said, I've got to study war and politics so my sons can study science, architecture, and mathematics. If they study architecture and mathematics, then if they do that well, then their children can have art and poetry. I'm going to, I'm going to propose to you that we might have been a generation that was preceded by a generation that was preceded by a generation, generations stacked upon generations of people studying art and poetry. Yep. They're studying TikTok videos from using software made in China and you don't care that it's it's stealing data from your bank accounts and, and, and proprietary information. Uh, we don't, we've been engaged with so much freedom and so much uh, abundance and so much prosperity that I think we forgot to teach our children the value of the science and, and math that came before us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even more so, the fact that we can do these things is because of those that came before us that studied war and politics. Yeah. And if, and if that's why we have the freedom today, that's why you can mm-hmm. sit watching a TikTok video one after the other all day, because somebody before you paid a price, got their hands dirty. Mm-hmm. And, and this is not a time for a war of guns. It's not nope. a time for a war of fists. It's not nope. time for 
uh, riots or burning things down, taking things that don't mm-hmm. belong to you. It's a time. It's a time to operate on a higher level because we're in a different kind of war than anyone's ever seen before. This is World War III, and we're in it. To not think that we're in a war right now is is a combination of ignorant and naive. Mm-hmm. We're in a war. It's just a war unlike anyone's ever happened before. This is a spiritual war. That is so true. I mean, and the only way that we can fight it is being on our knees. You know, there were promises that were made. There's too many prophets that came out and said, this is what God is saying. And then confirmation. We've had confirmation that God is going to be in control. He is going to part the Red Sea. And so there's that, what that is then, it's falling at his knees and saying, this is what you've said and holding him to that. That is so important. It's also partnering with him that the words that we speak, that the things that we think, you know, the things that you think manifest themselves to become the words that you speak and the words that you speak create the world around you. I can remember um, a couple of weeks ago, I was wanting to sleep in and I, and I felt the Lord tugging me that it was time to get up. And I was just like, oh, just a little bit longer. I'll, I'll uh, get up and pray and do all that in a little while. And, and I really felt like he said, soldier, it is time to get up. We are at war. Soldiers do not sleep in. I mean, really, I felt that. So I rolled myself out of bed. And what did I do? Well, when Stacy prays, it is war. She doesn't, it's not a, oh, some sweet, you know, just reading a quote. You, you hear, it sounds like somebody's in the other room raging war. She's declaring things expecting something to happen in the natural today as a result of what she's doing in unseen realms. So what am I doing? Well, I am declaring. I've got my declarations. I've got prophetic words that have been uh, spoken. This is called Dethroning Evil from November the 5th of 2020 uh, by, by Mark Taylor. I read this. I declare this. And then I've got other declarations that God's been telling us and declaring that as well. Um, another thing I'm doing is I have this decree book. And in this decree book, there are 12 decrees for your nation. It talks about media. It talks about education. It's unbelievable. If you don't have this book, I recommend it. It's from Patricia King. This is unbelievable. Decreeing over our finances. All of these things, I am warring for that. Um, taking communion regularly. I am partnering with God and declaring because that's part of being a soldier today. In a spiritual war, and the words that we speak have power. We are created the image of our Creator, and that image is that the words that we speak have power. How did how was the world created? By the words that were spoken, and we do the same thing every single day. And at the end of that, I'm going to show you how weird I am. You might as well know what you're dealing with here. Exactly. I blow my shofar. These shofars are really powerful. You know, um, when they were walking around the wall of Jericho, you know, what did they do? They blew their shofars, and what happened? The walls came tumbling down. When I'm doing this, the angels are going out. The decrees that I've spoken, the words that I've said, they are going out, and they are fighting because this is a spiritual war. It's not a physical war for us, but it is for them. They are out and fighting, and they are pulling down these strongholds that have happened in our country. And if you think that sounds kind of goofy— it's because, number one, you don't have her belief system that's been built up over time. But it might make sense for you to be at a stadium and you're with a bunch of people and you're like, oh, oh you know, and, and, and you're, 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 you're making a sound. You're physically, demonstratively stirring up belief in yourself that good things are about to happen for your team. You don't do that to make your team lose. You do that to say, I'm in agreement with these people that we're about to beat this other team, that there's an opponent coming against us. And mm-hmm. com- as a community, we're in agreement. I'm going to show my agreement by that that our team is going to conquer your team. Yep. Yep. If you can do it for a stupid football game, 
Why not for your country? Exactly. Why not for a country for your grandchildren to live in? Mm-hmm. You know, we are in a war. This war, though, isn't fought with guns. It's fought with thumbs. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's really where good. this one is, is, is fought. It, it, it's, it's fought by, if, if, if this is you today, if this wakes up something in you, it, it, it's, it's sharing it as an inbox message with, with somebody that you care about mm-hmm. or you think, hey, maybe this would be a good idea for them. Um, it, it, it's commenting. It's looking around and saying, okay, what are the things going on in the world that I'm in agreement with? And and again, I go back. I, I want there to be some emergency broadcast system and all my hopes and dreams came true on the phone tomorrow. And I'm expecting that to happen, yep. some version of that. But I'm not waiting on that to happen to do the next right thing. Yes. The next right thing for me is to look around and say, okay, you know what? I'm not a fan of Mayor Quentin Lucas in Kansas City. Not even this much. I'm not a fan of Emmanuel Cleaver and him praying and saying amen and a woman. Okay, I think kind that's of embarrassing that he's from our area. It, it, it's a it's a goofy, embarrassing stain on our community. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that. I am a fan of Senator Josh Hawley. Mm-hmm. I'm a time fan because you know what? He sticks his neck out and he's risking greatly to fight big tech and censorship. You know, many platforms are being censored. I'm in the United States of America and I got to be very careful what I even say on this podcast. So I'm not silenced. They used to call, uh, uh, you know, being deplatformed uh, used to look more like a pile of books that were being burned. That's kind of what it's looked like through history. Today, it's being deplatformed. They did it to Mike Lindell yesterday on Twitter. So you know what I'm going to do? They want to silence him. I'm going to buy another pillow. Stacey mm-hmm. came home the other day from uh, the the Ivy grocery store and and about the beans. Boy, beans, man. They were they were more than uh, the Hy-Vee brand, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to spend a dollar extra a can for Goya because I'm going to support them. And, you know, does it affect their bottom line? I don't know, but it keeps me in alignment with the right thing. It's like being at Arrowhead Stadium and like I'm in agreement with the rest of these people that that were coming out ahead. Mm-hmm. I got to look for the things I do want and partner with them. I got to yep. take powerful action steps. Uh, you have no idea how scared your elected officials are of you. Our world is like a college campus and you've got 100 crazy activists that go to the president's office and bang on the door and say, we're triggered by red shirts. We don't like red t-shirts on campus. It makes me feel sad. And so the college makes a new policy. No more red t-shirts on campus. And the other 50,000 students can no longer wear it. And they're like, why why did we just do this? Because there was 100 activists using their collective power for something that did uh, a benefit to everyone else. We've got to learn that we're... War in World War Three is a war of ideas. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's it's an electronic war, as you heard from Colonel Phil Waldron. It's a war that sometimes these things are taking place at night while you sleep in the satellites in the sky. And so we got to be aware of those things. It's mostly an unseen war. I love that. So we have to become activists for the things that we believe in, and we have to let our voice be heard. And that goes back to our whole slogan: Wake up, speak up and show up. That is our job right now. What is our job? Wake up, speak up, and show up and help other people do the exact same thing. We have to be heard. We cannot be silenced any longer and we cannot be silenced. It's time to stand up. You know, for some of you, when you listen to uh, that interview with with Colonel Phil, it it caused you frustration or sadness or awakening or um, maybe just made you mad and you're like, well, good. Well, what do I do? It's kind of like, it's kind of like knowing there's something wrong with your health, but you can't put a finger on it. You're not feeling right. You're tired. You're losing weight. You're not trying to. Things are, and then you get a diagnosis from the doctor that's not good, but it gives you actionable steps. It's like, okay, I now know, know what was wrong. I knew something was, I knew there was a problem. Now I know, and I'm going to make this change to my diet. They're going to do this procedure. I'm going to do this, this, and this, and I'm going to beat this thing. And it's sad to find out that information, but it's 
triggers you to the proper steps. Yep. And, and I want to encourage you guys to put a little more carbon fiber in your spine, to sit up straight, mm -hmm. to be a leader in your home, to be a leader in your block, to be a leader in your community, to do the things you know in your gut you're called to do, the things that catch you, the corner of your eye that anger you you know that God has probably equipped you to fix that thing. Yes. You're equipped to fix the things that anger you specifically. And uh, you know, I just wrote this down before we called it. You may, you may be frustrated that things that you want to have happen are not happening and the timing you wish they were happening. But I want to encourage you that the absence, that something being absent from your view doesn't mean it's absent from happening. Man, that is Even so a better way good. to say it is, is just because something's out of your sight does not mean it's out of God's mind. Woo! That is so good. Out I of love your it. out of your sight does not mean out of God's mind. God's not falling asleep. He's not chewing his nails. He, he's he's he didn't run to make a sandwich during commercial break and come back and didn't know what was going on here. He's very aware, and I think he's looking to and fro through the earth and saying, "Hey." Where's a righteous man? Where's a righteous woman? Where's somebody that I can partner with? And you know what? And if you don't believe in any of that stuff, I tell you what, it makes you feel a lot better to take powerful action steps than it does to sit on your thumbs and complaining. Mm -hmm. Than to be sitting on your thumbs and complaining. You got to choose when this story is told, which character are you? Yep. Are you the complainer? Are you, the, are you the, the, the one taking powerful steps? Are you Joshua and Caleb or are the other 10 spies that said we can't take the giants? You know, man, the other 10 spies had to die in the wilderness. They were not allowed into the promised land. Joshua and Caleb said, we can take these giants. And they were allowed and they led millions of people into the promised land. We, this is a promised land moment. So have faith, believe, trust God yes. that you're not alone. You are not alone. What's your part? Your part is what we said earlier. It's the words that you speak. It's the ideas that you share. Um, it's the declarations. It's it's the prayers that you pray. That is what we're called to do. It's getting involved in your local government. That's what we're called to do and let God do the rest. Put those thumbs to work. Be a digital soldier. Share this idea with someone else. Give us a good comment or give us a bad comment. We'll interact with you down below either way. You guys, thank you so much. Thank Make you. it a great day. Make it a great day. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.